Welcome to Binge Watch With Us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we are talking about chapter two and three of Riverdale. Yay! Yay! These episodes are called Touch of Evil Evil, and Body Double. Wow, very serious titles. Yeah, that's pretty dark. Touch of Evil. Uh, so let's talk about Touch of Evil first. That's chapter two. I like that they're called chapters. You pointed that out. Yeah, well, they're very deep in Riverdale. They're not just your average teeny bopper, sugary sweet town. (laughs) They're very deep. There's a dark side to it. There's a dark side to Riverdale. Um, so in this episode, um... Archie loses all his friends. Yes, he does. Um, But everybody forgives him. Well, he's Archie. You have to. Betty gets mad at everybody. And then she forgives them. Because she's crazy. Um, V, I have V, Veronica, Ronnie. Ronnie. um, Tries to make amends with everyone and everyone (laughs) forgives her. Well, there's a reason behind that. Uh, And Jughead is accused of murder. So... (laughs) Just casually. <laughs> because he's an emo? Or yeah, a goth? Bas- yeah, basically for... Uh, and, I mean, in that case, then you and I would be accused of murder, too. Oh my god, 24-7, because all we talk about is murder at work. Yeah, so ma- <laughs> he he's accused of murder because he's into true crime and serial killers. And that's just... That's everyone! That, well, that's everyone that's cool, a.k.a. all the murderinos. Yeah. Because. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I don't remember if it was this episode or the next one, they even reference a couple of really good true crime books. Um, they do. It's the next one because I think I wrote it um, down something about they think they're uh, Truman Capote now. <laughs> and I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> for days. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, we started in Archie's bedroom, and he is feeling guilty about not telling everyone that he was with um, Grundy at the lake, and he heard the gunshot. Yes. Which, this is my question. Why can't he just tell the cops he was there by himself? Like, I was having a very, very deep, dark thoughts and i had to go for a walk and i heard gunshots like it's archie i mean he's very he's very girlish with his dramatic self yeah Uh, he's he's just he's not the brightest crayon in the box (laughs) (laughs) and i have down um he texts betty to see if she's up and i'm like why not look through your window you're right across the street obviously y'all can see each other not even across the street there they share a fence Oh, somebody I thought they were across. Okay, so it shows I what mean, I know. But so they're really this, close. Yeah. How, oh, yeah. They're they're literally next door to each other. Um. And but, but how is he supposed to get her attention? I mean, they could have like the can with the string. <laughs> could be like, yo, Betty. <laughs> yeah, their windows look into each other, which I think we talked about last episode is super creepy. Yeah, I, on I, both I was, their parts. Well, yeah. He he's stripping. Um, you know, showing off his pretty abs, and she's showing off that goody good bra. Let look, I don't target. have anything fancy like that. <laughs> they don't sell that at Target. I don't know where in the junior section she got that, <laughs> but I don't have any bras like that. <laughs> the junior section, <laughs> but 
<laughs> also, you know, I'm married now, so I don't really yeah. have to. That's right. Listen, sports bras work just as well. Rest of my life. I mean, just saying. So, yeah, so he he wants to make up with Betty, and she strongly denies him. <gasps> so deep. So, what does he do? He literally runs to Grundy's house. <laughs> and this one, like, I, I was like, <laughs> you can't sleep? Why not go jog- jogging to the pedophile's house? Without a shirt on. Without a shirt. I don't see keys. I don't see a phone. <laughs> I, I mean, and I mean, I know it's Riverdale, but still, I'm like, dude, bring something. Yeah, regardless of... <laughs> Of where he's going, at this point, there is still a teenage boy murderer out there. <laughs> That's what I'm like. There's a murderer. Bring something. Something. But of um, course, he's a teenager, so he thinks nothing bad will ever happen to him. So that's true. Boy, yeah. is that true? Yeah. <laughs> and then in your thirties, you wake up with anxiety that anything will happen to you. <laughs> Wait till you get to my age. Uh, Betty talks with her mom. They are running, they run the Riverdale Registry. Is that what it's called? Register? The newspaper. And they're headline after headline about poor dead Jason. (laughs) The important part of this scene, though, is Betty's collar. The collar on the shirt. Very sparkly. Oh, it's a wonderful collar. I love the collar. But also, I have two questions here. Mm -hmm. I wrote down, I'm like, why... Do they have to work late nights? This is the only story in town. What are they doing during the day? (laughs) Fielding questions from whom? I don't know what all it takes to put a newspaper together. Well, no, but I think in the movies I've seen, which you know are true, is that you write the stories during the day and you have to go to press at like 2 a.m. or something ridiculous. So that's how, you know, so you get all the news because mm-hmm. there's no internet. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> so people are still getting a paper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's 1950. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Archie and Betty make up. Basically because Betty's mom tells her, uh, I don't want you hanging around Archie. Or any of your friends. Or any of your friends. I want you to have no friends. And so uh, Betty takes it upon herself then to decide that she should be friends with Archie. Because her mom is the devil. <laughs> I have why does she hate her friends so much and then I'm, we're I wrote down Betty says F that and she just does the complete opposite because she's dark Betty sometimes so, yeah so we, we start to see dark Betty emerge throughout this episode <laughs> next uh, Archie and Bug ha- uh, Bughead <laughs> we're not there yet Archie no. and Jughead <laughs> are talking in the hallway uh, basically, Archie, uh, uh, Jughead is just guilting Archie into confessing to what he heard. Yes. Yes. But my notes here say that Jughead looks up and he says, oh, look, a group of rich goonies. Yes. Is that, isn't that the name of the, um, the rival gang that we'll get into later this season? Yes. And so, so- I... They decide to go in a completely different direction, apparently. Yes. Because I guess the Goonies, that and that would have made sense if the Goonies were like big, strong, jockey guys. Yes. That would have made sense. Um, or, but they weren't. Or is it the Ghoulies? 
Yeah, that's something else. <laughs> There's a lot of that. gangs in Riverdale. So I'm kind of concerned. Riverdale has a gang problem. Let me just point that out that one, there are only a thousand people there, mm-hmm. and we just made that up, but mm-hmm. we're saying a thousand. Mm-hmm. And so far, we know of at least one gang, and we're only two episodes into this show. Do we know about the gang yet? No, but I'm saying the Goonies or whatever. That whatever sounds like are. a gang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but New Reggie calls Chughead Wednesday Adams as he, <laughs> as he passes by. And I love that. But then we immediately cut to Veronica, who is literally wearing a Wednesday's, Wednesday Adams dress. Thank you. I well, loved thank you. it. I know. I'm like, they're clever. That Riverdale staff is clever. The but writers. I really, I really and... liked that dress, though. Well, what I wrote down is um, I love that purse. I think they show her purse, and I think it's supposed to be a Hermes, but I know Mm -hmm. it's not because Uh. they can't have that big of a budget. Uh, Yeah, probably not. That's that's like a $30,000 purse. Oh, I did not know that. Yes, that's why you only see the very truly rich Oh, and her her mom is serving milkshakes, and she's walking around with a $30,000 purse. Well, and that's, I I talk about that too, but I was like, her ring, her wedding ring is like iPhone size. It's massive. So I was like, why don't you sell the ring and use that money to live on? Because I can't imagine you're making that much at Pops. I mean, let's be honest. That's minimum wage plus tips. Yeah. And you're getting tips from teenagers. Yeah, I don't know what bills she's paying with that. I guess their cell phone? I guess, but I doubt that would cover it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can. I made good money waitress, waiting tables for a while. But you you wait tables in in a town with adults and stuff. Pops is teenagers sitting there all night drinking coffee. Yeah, they have no money. They have no money. You're getting two dollars a table, if that. I'm just saying. So Veronica sends Betty some yellow roses and some cupcakes. I guess I'm supposed to know about these cupcakes. Well, that's why I wrote. I was like, they flew. <laughs> she flew. She flew the cakes in from New York. Had a special delivery. Yeah. Veronica, Veronica did. And I said, do they not have Betty Crocker in Riverdale? Or Duncan <sighs> Hines? That's just, I that's, mean, that's Veronica's style, you know? Well, and her mom's working at Pops. Maybe just make her some cupcakes. I'm just saying, they're not loaded. Yeah. Somebody yeah, you should know, tell a Veronica. Pops gift card would have been just as good. Thank you. I would be in hog heaven with that. I'm just saying. The yellow roses were really pretty. But again, that's like a $100 set of roses yeah definitely at that was least. definitely two at, at least two dozen roses yeah so just saying my next oh so so then th- there's an announcement made over the speakerphone at school or not the mm-hmm. speakerphone what's that called the speakers yeah the school announcement system yeah that sure <laughs> and they basically just tell a bunch of minors that one of their classmates was found murdered yeah. <laughs> uh we're just gonna get this out just with one broad stroke and cause a ton of ptsd so now every time that intercom comes on those kids are gonna be like great who's dead now well this is my thing i was like why are they recapping the whole event does anyone not read the cooper's newspaper <laughs> right. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just to catch you up to speed. Okay, we thought he was drowned. He was shot in the head. Everybody's a suspect. And I'm like, wait, what? Over the intercom. And that's what I said, too. I was like, these, t- these students now all, all have PSTD or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. PTSD. Mm-hmm. PTSD. 
But in this scene, we are introduced to Cheryl's iconic spider pin. I know. I put the spider brooch. Guys, this episode, we are so distracted by the fashion. I love that spider brooch, though. You and I talked about it the first time we watched this obsessively. It's wonderful. They had it at Hot Topic. I almost bought it for you. I'm just saying. Is this like part of her like mourning ensemble? Legit have no idea because she really doesn't appear to be in mourning. I mean, every now and again, she gets a little glassy eye. No, I did notice that after she finds out that Jason really is dead, um, she starts wearing black and red where before she was wearing white and red. I think I put that somewhere in my notes. I was like, why did they bring the whole family to come ID the body? Usually that's the mom and the dad or just the dad. The whole family. The Blossom parents are out to do nothing but traumatize everyone. I mean, they're going to F up her for the rest of her life. Oh, yeah. She's already insane. I know. I'm like, do y'all not sense that she's a little cuckoo, a little power hungry, and now you're just bringing in, you're setting her up to be a serial killer. Like, Mm -hmm. seriously, hide the pets. But at the same time, and we'll talk about this in the next episode, they're also setting up Betty to be a serial killer, too. She's got a lot of psychological problems. When you can just see it at the surface with Betty. And that's how it starts. Mm -hmm. We go to the science lab, and they're dissecting a frog. Did you have to do this in high school? Yes. We had to dissect a baby shark and senior in high school. No, because what happened was, is it was like we started on Friday and they left them there over the weekend with no AC. And so we walked into the classroom and it was like rotted, salty, and all of us left. And I think we all got detention because we didn't stay in the classroom. And I was like, no. Because you weren't going to deal with it. It stunk so bad. Gross. It was horrible horrible but yeah we had to dissect frogs we did a frog and i was okay with that um but we also had to do a lamb's eye and i yeah we did too i opted out of that one i was i said nothing we didn't have the option of opting out so i i don't know what i did i think i might have thrown up I don't know, because <laughs> it just grossed me out i mean i can't touch meat you know that right like no, chicken I didn't know and that. ground beef and all that. You know, I make Chad do it all. Oh no, I can debone. I can debone a, a, a chicken and be fine with it. No, we get the rotisserie chicken, and I was like, "Do something with this." Oh, and he you picks it all people. clean. Yeah, I know yeah. a lot of people who can't eat chicken on the bone. I can't. I can't. I used to. What about ribs? No. Uh, no, I'm hungry. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> Maybe we should pause this. You go eat, and I go throw up. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> Cheryl's minions. Uh, basically come and blame her. What? What? Wh- how horrible are these girls? I have a feeling, though, that Cheryl's been torturing them for quite some time. Oh, I'm sure she has, but I'm like, you don't want to poke the bear, is my thing. Yeah. That's what I'm just saying. You don't want to poke that bear. But so go every- ahead. Everybody partners up, and um, I-, I guess I missed this the first time around. <laughs> But Archie is probably one of the only people who's nice to Cheryl. Yes. Uh, And poor Cheryl, you know, she takes it one way. But really, Archie's just trying to find out if she knows anything about the gunshot. Do I have to confess? Yes. He just wants to keep his uh, molester under wraps. So (laughs) You say molester, I say pedophile. You know, whatever. (laughs) My next note is Betty's mom pays off the coroner. Yes. I was like, singles? How much money is she paying him? That was a stack of cash. The the coroner, though, is exactly as creepy as the Riverdale coroner should be. 
<laughs> he was super creepy. I would not a good choice. Aren't I think coroners are voted for? They are in in Orleans Parish. I know. I'm assuming everywhere. But he would not get reelected. I don't know. I mean, if you can bribe him to see dead children's bodies, I mean. He was really creepy. He was very creepy. I could not do that job for love nor money. Like at all. Just saying. Then we see the kids at lunch. Yes. Archie singing makes Betty cry. I said Betty is high strung. And why is she so high strung over Archie's crap songs? Well, he makes everyone cry. Uh, <laughs> it's because it's so awful. Oh my God. <laughs> I was dying. I can see it, though. Being a sophomore at high school and your crush plays guitar. But I think she's over him, don't you? She's starting to. I think this is the beginning of of her getting over him, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but still, it was a horrible song. I was like, please don't sing anymore. The principal, the only adult other than Archie's dad, notices that Archie's acting weird. Um, and kind of puts pressure on him and is like, look, if you know something, you should tell me. And mm-hmm. um, Archie freaks out. Yes. So he goes to Grundy and Grundy begs him not to, to tell Principal Weatherby. My note here says um, <laughs> she, she, she basically says that she loves him and that's yes. how she convinces him not to tell. Well, I have in my notes that are there no single men men in this town because she can't stay away from Archie? There are. Kevin's dad is single. Yeah, but he's kind of old. No, Kevin's dad's not single. His mom's in uh, in the (gasps) army. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And and then we find out later on that he's really um, put together well. Yeah, it's a fun episode. Stick around for that, guys. (laughs) So we can be all (laughs) awkward and uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, but basically, she's just telling him what he wants to hear so that he won't tell on her. I mean, doesn't he know what they did is wrong? Like, she can go to prison unless he's 18. But when he runs to her house half naked in the middle of the night and he's saying, I feel guilty, I want to I want to tell somebody, she says to him, and I have this in quotes, we'll both go to jail. Oh. No. Yeah. You will. Yes. <laughs> I don't think that they usually put the victims of of statutory rape in jail. Yeah. Well, and again, I don't know how old he is. He's like you 15 know, or 16. He's not driving yet. Oh, okay. So, yeah. then it's, Well, unless the, the age of consent is very young there. I think that's some a southern it's 16. thing. Well, I don't know. I think the uh, Cheryl Carroll's parents, what are they called? What's their name? The Blossoms. The Blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they lowered the age for family purposes. I'm just saying. Mm. Because, yeah, to keep to keep that money in the family. Yes, to keep the crazy in line. They're like the royalty. Next, we find out that Veronica's mom is working at Pops. Yes. <laughs> Veronica tries to make up with Betty at at cheerleading practice earlier that day, and Betty basically shuts her down. She was very moved by Archie's song, and she's not happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the situation. So instead, Betty takes Cheryl to get Manny Petties, I think. Yes, they were going to go get Manny Petties instead of Ronnie and Betty. I also put down that that cheerleading routine looked like a stripper routine. Oh, my God. 
I was like, that's, I mean, this is supposed to be in this nice, wholesome town, and these girls are dancing like strippers. Who taught them these dance moves? I mean, I'm sorry. The cheerleaders, when I was in school, did, like, cheerleading stuff. They did sis boom ba and all that, and then you had a dance team that did dance, but none of them were, like, two minutes from ripping off their clothes and walking down the aisle, you know, yeah, bare-breasted. Like, like Ronnie did, yeah. Yeah, I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a cheerleader. I cannot I dance dying. like that. Mm-mm. No. Well, because cheerleaders don't dance. They pile on top of each other. Yeah, no, I, I, I fell off of that all the time. Um, and probably do have a little head trauma from it. I bet you did. Um, so, okay, so Cheryl and Betty are in Betty's room, and they're doing girly stuff. They're they're putting on makeup and such, and basically Cheryl starts to accuse Polly of killing Jason. <laughs> I had down, why is she straddling Betty? I That's a power move, I think. I guess. That's how you get confessions. I've never, ever in my entire life had another girlfriend when I was that age put makeup on me by straddling me. True. That is very true. I'm just saying. And this is where we start to see the emergence of Dark Betty. Love Dark Betty. She's fighting back, man. She's pissed off at everybody. Archie doesn't love her. Veronica's, like, too sexy for her. And now Cheryl <laughs> is talking trash about her sister. It's She's had enough. And I love how she says, if you don't get out of here, like, right now, I will kill you. I will kill you. I was like, that's a little dramatic. <laughs> it's a little dramatic. Very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish she had said something cooler, but she's just not cool. She's not. She's, she's, she's sweet and innocent. Then we go to the student lounge, which is at the school. This is, I think, the next day. I think so. Who knows? It's hard to tell. Look. <laughs> it's always dark in Riverdale, so you never know if it's daytime or not. Well, that's because they're so far up north. Oh. If you're really far up north like that, it, 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 it you know, certain times of the year, especially like the fall and the winter, I think it's dark all, the, not all the time, oh, but like. How depressing. Yeah, that's why these people get, um, I don't know, like. It's called SAD, Seasonal Effectiveness Disorder. <laughs> Isn't that just another word for depression? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we, we find out that new Reggie sucks. I don't like him. He accuses, uh, we talked about this in a, a little bit at the beginning, he accuses Jughead of being the killer because Jughead is kind of goth. Because he wears black? Yeah, but so does Veronica, you know? That's what I'm saying. So does Ronnie. Yeah, I I don't understand. I don't know. Reggie's an idiot. Um, (laughs) He's a jock. New Reggie sucks. (laughs) Betty and Veronica make up. Thank God. I don't remember how or why. I think I was starting to get disinterested at this point. She gets mad at everyone. Yeah, I lost interest at some point. We also discover that Jason died not on 4th of July with the gunshot heard around the world. (laughs) Like seven people heard that gunshot and Archie's like, I have crucial information. But nobody reported it. Yeah, I guess. But his, his explanation makes sense, though, because he was like, 
you know, they said he drowned, so I didn't think it was relevant. But then when it came out that he was shot, then I was like, oh, maybe I should yeah. say something. Yeah. But still, it seems like a couple of days had passed. But the crucial information here is that Jason was shot in the head a week later. Yes. Not, not on 4th on of 4th. July, but July 11th. Mm-hmm. So I guess he was just hanging out in the woods. They're crazy, those blossoms. Well... <laughs> No, we fig- yeah, we figure out what happens to his body after. Yeah, yeah. So the next episode, episode or chapter three, body double. Mm-hmm. Some of the overall themes we've got this episode is Veronica dates uh, Chuck Clayton. <laughs> Sounds like a serial serial killer. Uh, he's name. This, yeah. Well, we turns out he's a little bit of a sociopath. Uh, a little. <laughs> Maybe just a narcissist. God. We find out that Archie's dad is a really good dad. I'm going to let you now talk about Luke Perry at your will. Yes, thank you, because he is awesome. And every time he comes on, he seems tortured. Don't you think? Like, he's kind of happy, but behind, like, his eyes. He just seems like a tortured, sad soul. It's all those wrinkles. <sighs> Luke he's got Perry. A good, he's got a good forehead. He's got a wrinkly forehead. It's a good forehead. It's very expressive. I'm wrinkly forehead. He's my age. <laughs> you do not have a wrinkly forehead like Luke Perry. Well, no, but he's a boy and, you know, he's raising Archie, so he's very upset a lot. Um, but he is a really good guy. Like, I think he tries to be involved in Archie's life without being like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Like, 24-7. I think he lets him have freedom, but he's, like, involved. And that's why I like Archie's dad. Well, he knows a lot of the key players in Archie's life, and he knows that they're that they're good kids. Yeah, I think. I, look, what do I know about parenting? But I think yeah. that's how you do it. Sure. Question mark says from two people who won't have kids. Nope. <laughs> won't well, have them. I'm too old, and you know, um, I refuse. Uh, <laughs> Yes. So Veronica and Chuck Clayton, they go on a date together. They make out at Pops a little bit. I have that they're taking selfies in the car. Is that what they're doing? I think so. Oh, I might have been distracted by my dog at that point. That's where he gets the picture that he uses oh, later on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that picture later on, he photoshops some maple on her head. Maple syrup on her face. Yeah. <laughs> so they never outright say what a sticky uh, sticky maple is. I, I can't. I can't with this. I can't. Every time it comes up, every time I watch this episode, I'm like, I don't. I don't even understand how this comes into play. Does everybody carry maple syrup with them? I, I don't. don't look. I don't understand what's happening. It's not about syrup. I know it's not, but it's still just like. Mm-mm. I'm thinking, I think he has the money shot. That's what I think it is. Yeah, that's totally what it is. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said that because I forgot it was called that. <laughs> and I didn't know how else to say it. Well, I'm just listening to my dad write a porno, so, you know. Oh, gosh, I can't. Can't. God, it's so funny. <laughs> um, uh, Betty opens the black and gold. Black and gold what? Oh, not the black and gold. Whoopsie, I'm from New Orleans. Um <laughs> Go Saints. The blue and gold, which is their school newspaper. I was dying 
with that whole thing. I was like, Betty's a reporter now? She's so fancy. She's well, so her deep. mom put it in her head. Well, sure. Well, her mom puts a lot of things in her head. Her mom is the devil. Her mom's the worst. Her Both? mom reminds me of the mom from Carrie. Yeah, but she doesn't have that religious nuttiness about her. But she is very, like, I don't want to say protective or overly protective. It's just odd. Well, at one point in this episode, there is some kind of get-together that has to do with the mayor. I'm not sure. The politics of Riverdale play such a larger role in a show about teenage kids than you would ever think. Ever in a million a million years. So there's some event with the mayor, and basically Betty's mom walks around this event and just... It's a fundraiser, I think, for she, something for the mayor. She throws shots at everyone. I know. I put down, I was like, why did uh, Robin, whatever her last name is, I said Robin, the one that got punched out by Mike Tyson. Because she was married to Mike Tyson, and he punched her out. Who was? The mayor of Riverdale. No. Yep. Google it. Google it for you young folks. Mm-hmm. You're kidding me. No. She was in a show called, I don't remember, but it was like a high school show. Uh-huh. And it had the guy, which you're not going to even know, but he was a DJ in WKRP Cincinnati. Yeah. I have some recollection of that show. Yeah. Johnny something or other. He always had the sunglasses on. And it's him and these bunch of kids. And I don't remember a lot of it. But she was in it, and then she started dating Mike Tyson, and then they got married, and then he punched her. Oh, my God. Punched her. And, you know, she's, like, skinny. She's not in a big She's a small person, yeah. Yeah, and he wailed her, and um, it was it a big scandal. Maybe back in the early 90s. Yeah, it's horrible. So every time I see her, I was like, you got punched out by Mike Tyson. No, don't don't label her as a victim. (laughs) Well, well, that's true because I think she, I think she had him arrested. I mean, I don't think she's one of those that was like, I deserved it and went through it for years. I think it was like one punch and she's like, peace, and she yeah. So I like that. But I hope I hope she didn't have a prenup. I'm sure he didn't because he's stupid. Well, speaking of getting punched, (laughs) (laughs) Betty's mom. What is Betty's mom's name? Because that's all I refer to her as. It doesn't what is matter. Her name? I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up while you keep talking, so we know and we don't sound stupid. <laughs> Betty's mom walks up to the Blossoms um, and says to Penelope Blossom, who is the mom, that she should give a statement uh, for the newspaper. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to put on record or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Penelope slaps her across the face. <sighs> yeah, punches her. Deserved. Deserved. Don't, well, I mean, I'm like. Sister, really? I know y'all, I don't think they tell you really now, but maybe later on this season. Like, they all, all the parents went to high school together. Yeah. You know, Jughead's dad. Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely bad blood between them already, even before she printed Jason's uh, autopsy report. And her name is Alice Cooper. I do not know how we can forget Alice that. Cooper. It's so bland. <laughs> I compared, think of Alice Cooper. Compared to Penelope Blossom and Dilton Doily and Chuck Clayton, you want me to remember Alice Cooper? <laughs> it is kind of bland, but so is Betty. I mean, Betty Cooper. Uh, well, and you know what? Maybe that's that's the whole point, is that they, they are a bland people. Yes. Well, you know. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> so during that scene when Penelope slaps Alice Cooper. I thought she punched her. Whatever. Yeah, maybe so. Um, then to calm down the situation, the pussycats start playing. Yes. Listen, they control the whole situation. They can read a room. We're letting the children <laughs> run this whole thing. I wanted to see a big old slap fight between Alice and Penelope. That would have been great. They should just, they could have bet money on it. They could have been like, okay, we have a new ra- fundraiser plan. Oh my God, we'll they would have made out. so much money. And nobody could step in. Yeah. Cage match to the death. The sheriff could be like the the The, ref. the referee. <laughs> no biting. That'd be great. <laughs> Sorry. But going back to to <laughs> Chuck Clayton and his sticky maple. <laughs> no, we have to talk about how Betty's mom keeps drinking at this fundraiser, too. That's okay. Yeah, so no, I do have a note about that. Is she drunk? I think so. Well, she just got punched or slapped. So then it's like, first she has wine, and then she's doing shots and saying something catty to somebody. I don't remember who. And Is Betty's mom an alcoholic? <laughs> probably yeah i mean you know she's she's upset because she had one daughter that went cray cray and another daughter that's on the edge it's under the surface man i'm telling you <laughs> speaking of under the surface so veronica is having none of chuck clayton's nonsense she is she not. demands that he take the picture down in a locker room this. full of naked teenagers <laughs> Right into the locker room, no stop, poor Betty, because she's doing this. Oh, well, you all can't see it, but she's shielding her eyes the whole time, and I was dying. Aw, Betty. Yeah. And then how Chuck says something to Ronnie about, you're on the Chuck wagon. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm throwing up. <laughs> He's the worst. Him and Reggie are the worst. And he clenches his jaw a lot. Like, urgh. And I'm like, why do you do that? But that is one thing that Riverdale does a really good job of. They make the best bad guys. They really do. Like Chuck Wagon here. Chuck Wagon. Now I'm going to think of Chuck Roast and I'm hungry again. (laughs) Yeah, we've circled back. Veronica and Betty come up with a plan um, that involves Ethel. Oh, because apparently there's sort of a Me Too movement going on. At Riverdale. Very deep. At Riverdale. Lots of other girls come forward and say that they've been a victim of some kind of slut shaming in one way or another. With the football team. Here's what I love about Riverdale. On the surface, it's this ridiculous show where you're talking about sticky maples. But the overall theme is we will not be slut shamed. Yeah, I mean, they're very much stand up and fight this. There are a lot of really progressive undertones, like especially um, Kevin's character, um, who a few times throughout these two episodes mentions that sexuality is fluid. We're all on different, you know, parts Mm -hmm. of the scale. Mm -hmm. um, And all the kids just kind of nod like, yes, this is information that we know. Yes. (laughs) It's very progressive. It is. Yeah. So they handle a lot of sexuality. They handle it well. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, Veronica's like, I am not going to be slut-shamed. Take, what did she say? Take this the hell down. Yeah. And she's she's going for it. I'm surprised she didn't claw his eyes out. Like, she looked like she was two minutes from going crazy on him in the locker room. Well, instead, we, we, they make a plan to go to Ethel's house. Yeah, well, we should, yeah, well, and we should talk about who Ethel is. She's Barb from the Stranger Things. 
love when that happens. We love Barb. Poor but Barb. Her name is Ethel in this, and I hate that name. So Ethel Muggs. It's the worst name ever. It's the ever. worst name ever, but you're not going to forget it like Alice Cooper. Like Alice Cooper. Okay. Um, what if what if Barb went into the Upside Down, and on the Upside Down is Riverdale? Riverdale's the Upside Down. Uh, <gasps> it makes so much sense. It really does. That's why it's dark all the time. There you go. They're in the Upside upsie Downsies, as I call it. <laughs> On Stranger Things. We should do that next. Yeah, we'll definitely put that one on the list to watch. Okay. Sorry. Um, so they, they come up with a plan to invite Chuck over. Uh, <sighs> Betty seduces him, says, come over to Ethel's house. She's got a hot tub. She has the red lipstick on. That's when you know she means business. Yeah. The last thing that makes me feel sexy is red lipstick. <sighs> it's so hard to pull off. It is. It is. It's hard to do correctly. I feel like you could do it a lot easier than me. Mm-hmm. I've got that yellow undertone complexion where you have like that more porcelain. Yeah. No, I can. I'm totally white as snow. I feel like it's easier to do red that way. It is, but the problem I've always had with any dark lipstick is the feathering. Oh yeah. Because I am so fair. Like I just had my hair dyed black Friday. And I still have the remnants. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, is that ever going to go away? Your bangs cover that. Yeah. I mean, it's fine, but we were out today. Try spraying hairspray on it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, spray some hairspray on it and then rub it. I need to just go in and just scrub everything, but I haven't I haven't washed it yet either because I try to wait as long as possible. Mm-hmm. It helps the color stay. And that's beauty tips. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Binge Watch with us, where we talk about beauty tips. (laughs) And fashion choices of the Riverdale crew. There are lots of fashion choices on Riverdale. Mm. I love them. They're very distracting. Speaking of fashion choices, so we go to (laughs) Ethel's house. With Chuck. With Chuck, who ends up uh, being drugged uh, with some muscle relaxers and whiskey, I guess. I don't know. They never say. They never stay. Never, ever would have drank hard alcohol in high school. Mm-hmm. No, no. We drank, um, what's it called? Jungle juice. Is that the, the it's a, daiquiris? It's a daiquiri, yeah. It's a oh. daiquiri. It's like, it's like the kitchen sink. Like, it's got everything in it, and it tastes like... Um, Vomit. It tastes like fruit juice. Sure. That and Boone's. Boone. Well, every, ki- every teenager ever... And the history of ever has always drank that because it's cheap. <laughs> That's absolutely who they make it for. Yeah, I know. A, no adult is like, let me drink this two dollar bottle of wine that tastes like sugar. Gross. But the kids in Riverdale are much more sophisticated than you Listen. and I growing up because he drinks Listen. something on the rocks. Yes, he's very fancy. <laughs> he ends up handcuffed <laughs> to the hot tub. I wrote down, like, how did he not slip down when he's unconscious? Well, but what we're, what we're missing here is, is please describe how Betty is dressed. Betty <laughs> looks like a stripper flapper girl. She's she, got the she flapper haircut. She comes out haircut. with a wig. Yeah, it's basically kind of your haircut. Well, I, I want to be Betty. In oh, okay. You're going to have to figure out the red lipstick thing. Yeah, so she wears a black wig to cover up her beautiful blonde hair. Um, she's got on another f- very fancy black bra. 
Which I think is stuffed because I see like pink in it and I'm like, so, is she stuffing her so bra? So don't like, hate on girls who stuff their bras. Well, normally when you stuff your bra though, it's <laughs> when you're wearing something over it. Right, yeah. Like, I mean, she's going to bend over and a Kleenex is going to pop out and then her secret's going to be gone. But anyways, I just get distracted by that. And I think what is a high-waisted slip? Um, is it a slip? I mean, it's it, it covers your crotch and your butt cheeks. No, she had on a, like a skirt. Oh, was it longer than that? Yeah, uh-huh. It, I, it, it covered her belly button and like down to mid-thighs. I got really distracted by the brassiere and uh, also Ronnie with the deep V cut and some sort of necklace thing. Ronnie is also wearing black. The and necklace heels. was weird. The necklace was distracting. It's gold with, I don't know, I, I just, I hated it. Random, like random beads everywhere. Yeah, they're both wearing heels. Which, super impressed. So they coerce <laughs> Chuck Clayton into confessing that the sticky maple was made up. Uh, they filmed it. They filmed so it. Post on Instagram? I really don't know. Now, the first time I watched this, I remembered it as that Veronica continued to film Betty as she goes off into the abyss. <sighs> Boy, did she. Watching it again, I'm glad to realize that Veronica had turned the camera off and no one saw what she did next. Which was push Chuck Clayton under the water. Yes. With her foot. Yes. Turn up the, the heat in the hot tub. Yes. She starts calling him Jason. Yes. She switches over to Polly. Yes. Now she's Polly. Now she's Polly. She's screaming at Jason mm-hmm. and is pouring maple syrup on to poor Chuck, who's half drowned by now. Yeah. <laughs> and burning up. And this is our first introduction to Dark Betty. This is Dark Betty. I also put down, how do you clean? <laughs> how do you clean that off? How do you clean that out of the hot tub? I just oh, want to know because that tub. was a whole yeah. bottle. Yeah, I was going to say for Chuck Clayton, maybe some witch hazel. <laughs> <laughs> in my head, they just throw him out the door. Oh, yeah, the, maple yeah. syrup. What did they do afterwards? What did they do with him after? Yeah, because it's kind of weird. It's like he's there covered in maple syrup, and I don't know if they're still talking, and he left. I can't really remember. And I literally just watched this like two hours ago. I don't think that they showed what happened to him after. If he just like got in his car and drove away and was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I know, because I was dying. I because was- <laughs> even Veronica was like, what the fuck? And Veronica's the one like, if you don't want to be dark and go toe to toe with me, then step off and don't. I don't want your help. And then it's Betty who actually goes cray cray, even for Ronnie. Even Ronnie's like, yeah, Ronnie's Whoa. now now regretting all her decisions. Well, yeah, it's that red lipstick. I'm telling you, that Polly supposedly wore. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because her mom said earlier on, like, why are you wearing red? That's Polly's color or something, which I have to go back to. These girls are 15 and 16, maybe 17, 18 for Polly, and they have a signature color already of lipstick. Yeah, and I I, I didn't even start wearing lipstick until about a year ago. (laughs) I did have, like, a signature thing, though. Like, I always wore, like, um, big hoops. When I would go out in my club days, and that was kind of like my thing. Are you Gretchen from <laughs> Mean white, Girls? White gold hoops. <laughs> They're really expensive. <laughs> really so nice. watch, 
I'm still watching that after this. Yeah, so Veronica kind of confronts Betty about it. And Betty's like, I have no recollection of doing any kind of thing like that. So she (laughs) definitely has a dissociative personality disorder, right? Yeah. I know. I'm like, did Betty go nuts? (laughs) She absolutely did. I mean, she was kind of fine. I'm all seductive and all this stuff to... That's what makes makes me so uncomfortable about it. Yeah. That it goes from the the, the seduction to. Killer. Did you listen to the last podcast on the left? Yes. The recent episode about Karen, somebody from Australia? Kathleen. Kathleen Kathleen. something from Australia. But Kathleen was not seductive. No, she wasn't. But it kind of. I guess because I had just listened to it, to that episode, it made me like, oh my God, Betty's like her. See, so you think Betty's going to end up skinning someone alive yes. one day? Yes. I really hope she does. Oh, no. I hope she brings the whole town down. I hope that's how this series ends, is Betty goes nuts. You never see it coming. No, and those are the ones. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. The girls kind of get their, their payback. Um, they find a score book mm-hmm. where you get different points for different things. Um, this girl sleeping with that guy. Mm-hmm. I believe that that kind of thing actually exists. Oh, no, I, I do, too. And I think I think it's really fitting, too, because they had, I had this down, that Ethel Muggs, who's yeah. not skinny like the other girls, got like a 7.5. Aw. That's sad. I guess out of 10. I'm assuming out of 10. Because Polly and Veronica got nines. And she said, she said something about even fat girls get something. Ethel said something about it. I don't see Ethel as as fat at all. Like, I would never categorize her. No, but I'm sure, and in Hollywood, definitely. Yeah, I think think that's starting to change, though. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we're starting to see more realistic presentations of women, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope so. And Riverdale's leading the way. (laughs) I'm telling you, they're they're progressive on the weirdest things. Oh, God. Like, some stuff, they nail it. Yeah, they really do good. And that's 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 what I love about this show is mm-hmm. that you're you're having these deep conversations mm-hmm. that are showing real maturity to other teenagers who are probably the target audience, you know, between characters named Jughead and Ethel Muggs. <laughs> <laughs> it's that combination of just the, the the seriousness and the ridiculousness that I just I love about this show. Yeah. It is, it is very deep. I mean, they tackle a lot of issues. Also, oh, yeah. also if, you're, if your teacher is having sex with you or tries to have sex with you, don't do it. They don't really nail that. It's against the law. We're yeah. saying it as a public service announcement. Sure. <laughs> For our five listeners. But in the book, we find out that um, Jason wrote Polly's name in there. Yes. Yes. So we knew that they were together before. Now we know for sure that they've been together sexually. Yes. Which is, I still think, an older high school girl dating a younger high school guy. Yes. Uh, whatever. I, I'm not sure. Like, I, I I, don't think they had graduated yet. It's very unclear, the ages. Yeah. Um, but this makes Cheryl reconsider that she does not know Jason the way that she thought she did. Which is odd because they are obviously sleeping together, too. <laughs> so creepy. The, the whole hand-holding is very Flowers in the Attic um, vibe. I've never read that. Well, 
It's it's rough. I read I know, it twenty you know years me. ago. I, I don't read anything good. No, well, it's not good, so you're fine. <laughs> if there's a podcast about it, I'll, I'll probably <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> well, there kind of was for a while with the My Favorite Murder mm. when they were listening to, the, or they were all reading that same author. Like, yeah, still decided know. not to listen to, to to read it. Yeah, me either. I was just like, I'm not even interested. I'm not going down that pipe again because I did that when I was 16 or whatever. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I read Flowers in the Attic a long time ago. Is it not a teenager book? No. No, because Then why did you read it as a teenager? Because I read Helter Skelter as a teenager. I mean, you know, I, I read, I mean, I was an avid reader back then, so... You know, everybody talked about it, because I think the movie came out around that same time. There's a movie? I'll watch There's the movie. There's two movies. There's a Lifetime movie, which you know is awesome. Ah. Oh. And then there's a movie movie that was made late 80s. I'm not sure. I did not know. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go watch it, the movie. It, it deals with um, incest and all kinds of creepy, I think the grandmother locks him up in the attic. Attic. I don't remember. Yeah. Attic. Attic. So basically, but the girl, the girls get their revenge. Yes. The book is burned. By Betty and, and Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah. Yes. So I think we've now got a team up between Betty and Cheryl, which I'm happy with, even though, even though Betty did threaten to murder Cheryl. Yes. Not a day ago or two days ago. Whenever that was. But, it could have been that same day. But I kind of like how Cheryl at the, the beginning of all this was kind of like, I don't think she believed what was written in the book or believed there was such a book or it was kind of like, well, they're boys will be boys. But then for some reason she flips on it. She absolutely represents that, that boys will be boys mentality. It's because of incest in her family. Look, alleged. (laughs) Alleged. Sorry. (laughs) So yeah, that's chapter two and three of Riverdale. Yay. Did we miss anything that you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. Oh, oh, I know one thing that we did want to talk about was Archie's dad. And this is towards the end, so, you know, whatever. Um, how he builds him, at the end of the episode, a music studio out of a the... A soundproof garage. Yeah, because Archie accuses him of not caring about his music career, which is going to take off any day now. Um, and compares it to his football career, where his dad's 100% behind him. And so Archie's dad talks to the pedophile teacher and (laughs) she's like, no, he's really good. And I'm like, the whole time I'm shaking my head, I'm like, no, he's not. No, he's not. You're just in love with a teenager. So Archie take, or Archie's dad, which I forgot his name. Archie's dad's name is. Luke Perry. Luke Perry (laughs) is his name on the show. And um, he builds him that studio. And I just thought that was really nice of him because he's like. Kind of showing Archie, again, that he believes in him. And even though he's on uh, restriction, whatever they call that. um, He's grounded. Grounded. Thank you. Yeah. That he can still play his music, which is going to lead to bigger things. He's a good, he's a good parent out of, out of everybody in Riverdale. He's a good parent. He seems sane. And none of the other parents, Hermione, Alice. Alice uh, Cooper is drunk. (laughs) Um... Josie's mom, who's the mayor, doesn't sound, doesn't look stable to me. None of the parents in this town, or really the adults. Just the adults in general. Yeah. All the adults on there are crazy, except for Archie's dad, Luke Perry. Yeah. That was it. Great. That's all I had. 
I love He's him. great. I do. I And that's another thing, too, that we haven't really talked about is that the parents in this show are all from um, 90s teen era TV yes. or movies. Yes. I love that they pulled them back in yes. for a retelling of those kind of things. Yeah, I do. And I'm trying to look up the mayor real quick so I can tell you the name of that show that she was on. Oh, she was on 90210, too, for a there few you go. episodes. But I think it's the later 90210. Did they redo that? Uh, yeah, they did. Ugh. Yeah, I tried watching it. It was it was all right. Head of the class. Head of the oh, class. Oh, okay. It was on from 1986 to 1991. So it was mm. on for quite a while. Mm. And she was in it. She was kind of like the star of the show, I mean, I don't think she was when it started, but she became, like, the breakout star. Wow, 86 and 91. She looks wonderful. I know. I know. All these people do, except for poor Luke Perry, who... Yeah, but at the same time, it looks good. It does. He looks rugged. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of the dads are... are... We have not met Archie's dad yet. No, we have met Archie's dad. No, I'm sorry. Jughead's dad. (laughs) We haven't met Jughead's dad. I hope that's soon. Yeah, I hope so, too, because I can't wait to talk about him. Me either. We we will do a whole episode just on him <laughs> and his Instagram <sighs> account. <laughs> yeah. So, But again, guys, I don't know if we're going to do episode by episode like this. Um, we, we don't know our format still. No, we'll figure it out. We'll get there. <laughs> Listen, the My Favorite Murder Girls don't have it together still, and no. they have a hundred and something episodes. And a huge, huge following, so. I guess you figure it out somewhere between episode two and episode 100. Because if we keep going at this rate, we're going to have 100 episodes of <laughs> just know. Riverdale, and we have got to move on to some other things. We do. So maybe we'll do another, well, if we do two episodes a time. I yeah. Don't, how many episodes are there? I feel like there's like a thousand. There's 13 episodes in the first season and 22 or 23 in the second <gasps> season. Yeah, they okay. stretch it out a lot. Well, maybe the rest of the season we'll do two, and then next season we'll do three. Well, in uh, season two, they they the story is kind of told in like four parts, so we might be able to do it that way. Okay. There's like there's like season two A, season two B, and then you've got kind of the the rise and fall of both of those seasons. So <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. wait. I Look, cannot. I really like this show. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> But one thing that we wanted to do, if you've made it this far, um, we <laughs> we want to have a little section called Obsession Session. Yes. Do you have anything that you have obsessed about this week? Well, this is not this week, but it's kind of... Well, actually, no, that's a lie. My obsession this week has been the return of any day now... American Horror Story. I am on pins and needles. They keep dropping hints. They keep showing stuff. And I am, every time I see something, I run up and down the hallway screaming. They've been putting out a lot of like trailers lately. And I hate to burst your bubble, but the, the, the show itself is never as good as the trailers. Well, and I I know, but but it's got, I know. it's got all these good people. And Jessica Lang's coming back. So it has to be good at least one episode. I might hold off on this one like I did with... Um, Cult? Uh, well, no, because I watched Cult Live. Oh, okay. The Roanoke one. I, I waited until that came out on Netflix so that I could binge watch that. That was so good. I did not like watching Cult Live. I'd rather binge watch it. I love Cult. Boy, did I love it. Boy, did I love it. 
Um, but but Sarah, whatever her name is, is playing like three characters. I love when she plays multiple characters. She's so good She's at it. She's so good. And the queen comes back and we have whatever his name is. <laughs> so what is this what is this season gonna be called? Asylum? No, 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 no. No. Um Apocalypse. Oh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse okay. because yeah. we'll definitely have to do at least one episode on a season of American Horror Story. Oh my god. That's gonna be a long episode because you know how much we love that show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this week I finished Sharp Objects with Amy Adams on HBO. Oh, so good. Finally. It was really, really good. Um, we're definitely going to have to do some episodes on that. The problem with that is I don't know how funny that would be. <laughs> it's not a Laugh Riot characters. If I mean, if you can, like me, the way that I deal with mental illness, it's just <laughs> I, I kind of have to laugh at it. Not at other people for having mental illness. No. Me and myself. No. It just makes you uncomfortable, so you giggle. Not so much that it giggles, but it's like, look, if I don't laugh at it. I mean. You know? But if we do it, I'm telling you the whole time I'm going to talk about the wallpaper because I love that wallpaper. The house itself in that show is just its own character, and I love that. I love that house. I told you you would. Did you see the end coming? No, I was really confused by a lot of the last episode, but let's not get into yeah, that. Yeah, later, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but that was my obsession this week. Now you need to read the book. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe if I can find it on Audible, probably. It is on Audible. <laughs> well, yeah, but is it like 15 bucks? I have no idea. I don't want to pay $15 for it. Well, don't you get a credit? Use your credit for it. No, I don't. I'm not signed up for Audible. Oh, I have to go. I can't even talk to you anymore. I know. Yeah, we should go. So the next episode, though, we are going to do a few more episodes of Riverdale. Maybe four, five, and six. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. We'll catch up a lot on that. So continue to watch um, Riverdale with us. Yes. And um, that's it. I guess we'll be back next week i'm gonna say next week i'm okay, gonna say yeah. next week <laughs> yeah we look we didn't think about an ending either. um we just say bye how about that okay yeah bye guys bye, go guys. watch riverdale yay